Welcome to Ten Talk, an offering of Center for Self-Care. This is Mark Balser. Each Ten Talk investigates a meditation-related topic and is paired with a Sunday evening live online meditation session. I invite you to listen and join us this Sunday at 9 p.m. Simply visit www.center, the number four, selfcare.com and navigate to the Meditate for Self-Care link to learn more and join us. Thank you. Just put your body there. It's interesting that this piece of advice applies just as much to procrastination in my life as to the practice of meditation. But I guess today I'll start with meditation and we'll move on to see how we can apply this to our own lives. Just put your body there. In a sense, this is really the response to a question, what do I do if I get stuck? And for me, meditation can cause lots of stuck points, times where all I'm doing in meditation is ruminating. I feel like nothing's really happening. And so in those situations, I often, in between trying to follow my breath, uh, bail out quite a bit. So I'll make my way downstairs, get all set up with my timer and turn the lights down, begin meditating, and within 30 seconds, one minute, I say to myself, I can't do this. This isn't working. I get myself up out of that chair and I leave the meditation. Not the most consistent meditation practice, is it? And so what I found when I'm in those situations where practice doesn't, isn't really working for me, Simply putting my body in the chair without any expectation, without any real technique, is the way that I can get back to a practice that nourishes me. So I wanted to share a poem as we start today from the poet David White. It's called Start Close In. Start close in. Don't take the second step or the third Start with the first thing, close in, the step you don't want to take. Start with the ground you know, the pale ground beneath your feet, your own way to begin the conversation. Start with your own question. Give up on other people's questions. Don't let them smother something simple. To hear another's voice, follow your own. Wait until the voice becomes a private ear that can really listen to another. Start right now. Take a small step you can call your own. Don't follow someone else's heroics. Be humble and focused. Start close in. Don't mistake the other for your own. Start close in. Don't take the second step or the third. Start with the first thing. Close in. The step you don't want to take. So this idea of just put your body there first arrived to me from the meditation teacher, Saren Salzberg. 
like I said, it was one of those times where I wasn't getting a lot of meditation in. And I found it really broke the logjam for me. And I do it regularly, probably every two or three months uh, as a change of pace from my typical practice of bringing my attention to my breath, my body, my thoughts, and my emotions. There's this teaching story you may have heard about a man who was just too busy to meditate. He went to a teacher and said, you know, I'm too busy. I don't have 20 minutes to meditate. And the great teacher said, well, if you're too busy to meditate for 20 minutes a day, you should be meditating for 40 minutes a day. I'm sure you get the point, but I doubt that this will inspire you to meditate for 40 minutes each day. I doubt it's inspired anybody to meditate twice as much. And so you might even go the opposite direction. If you have a practice that's relatively regular of 10 or 20 minutes, perhaps drop that down to 5 or 10 when you're struggling to build off these small successes uh, and get back to where you might want to be in the future. My friend Rick uh, mentioned to me one time when I was having trouble uh, and said I couldn't sit for 20 minutes. He said, how about 10? So really the opposite. One really neat way to do that is with a morning routine. Perhaps you make coffee or tea each morning. And what you could do is as you set the coffee maker or begin the water boiling, find a quiet place and just sit. It can be with your eyes open or closed. It can be with or without technique. You might just sit there and notice what's happening in your mind. And, you know, this applies to life as well. Every once in a while, I find myself upstairs uh, in the bathroom sink, playing with my phone, and I'll suddenly recognize that my family is enjoying themselves and socializing upstairs, and I've kind of hidden away. And part of the challenge there is that I'm feeling a little bit anxious. I don't know how to be part of that conversation and in the room with them. But if I can use that same advice of just put your body there, returning to my family and smiling and listening, they'll really enjoy me. So hopefully I can use that advice in life as, as well. So what's supposed to happen when we do this type of just putting our body there? Well, one thing is it gives your mind a place to find your body. It gives your heart a place to find your body. We're always moving so fast that we don't give ourselves time for our mind and our body and our heart to interact with each other, to hear the wisdom of each one of these critical elements of our experience. And so Ajahn Brahm, Ajahn Chah, is a meditation teacher who's actually Jack Kornfield's mentor, Ajahn Brahm's mentor. And he has this concept, take one seat. As a young monk growing up in Thailand, Cha was in very harsh conditions. An ascetic who relied on the courtesy of others for food, living in the jungle with all kinds of wildlife and dangers. It's pretty difficult to get a practice that nurtured. And so here's what he was told to do for his practice, and I'd suggest it for you as well. 
He writes, just go into the room and put one chair in the center. Take the seat in the center of the room. Open the doors and windows and see who comes to visit. You will witness all kinds of scenes and actors, all kinds of temptations and stories imaginable. Your only job is to stay in your seat. You will see it all arise and pass. And out of this, wisdom and understanding will come. See, the point of meditation is not that time we sit. It's not about relaxing or emptying our mind, but how we bring it into our lived experience in the world. And so giving ourselves this time to connect with a center of peace in our own selves is really critical, really important. So I like to use the concept of letting my mind wonder and wander because I can really do pretty much anything I want. Maybe I'm doing a to-do list. Maybe I'm ruminating. And so as I sit, just repeating those words, wonder and wander, I'll sometimes catch myself. Is this really letting my mind wander or am I doing work here? And I essentially permission my mind to let go of whatever's happening right now and see what comes up next. In much the same way, you might imagine yourself as a child, perhaps on a road trip in the backseat of the car and observing the images of your surroundings. In the car, it might be buildings and people and animals, signs. But the reality is the working of sort of our mind in seated practice is much the same. Driving in that car at 25 or 50 miles an hour, we notice things and then they're gone in almost no time. And we know from research that our emotions only last 30 to 60 seconds unless we feed them with thoughts. So you might try that imagery or just letting your mind wander and wander. Just put your body there. So thank you for joining me today. Love to see you Sunday nights at 9 p.m. for our Meditate for Self-Care guided practice, which will be built on the theme that we've talked about today. Thank you.